Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, joined as always by John, who's abroad in New Zealand. What's going on, John? Ah, it's been a it's been a long couple of weeks, but yeah, feeling pretty good. A lot of stuff has happened in the last couple of weeks. A lot of stuff. Right, let's let's quickly recap things that have happened in my world. All right, because it's important. <laughs> it's I, the only world that I went to, to you. I went to Portland, Oregon. I came back from Portland, Oregon. Celebrated one night of Passover. I went to a barbecue brisket competition. Okay. Competition. Wow. Competition. Yeah. Was I announced. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It was like <laughs> one of the best nights of my life. It was wonderful. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I have low standards. So um, I'm easy to please. Then, and, this is, and this is in New York. Yeah. This is in Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh. So it was, it was more local. You know, it's obviously not pulling in people from Texas. Not yet, I hope. I hope maybe when they do it next year, because this is, I think, the, the third or fourth year in a row they've done it. Wow. But yeah, I, this is I, this is the first time I've attended. Let me tell you, I will be attending every year, assuming it, I am around Is it the Brisket King? Is yes. That, is that what it's called? Okay. I'm, I'm That's just, right. I just Googled barbecue brisket competition Brooklyn. Yeah. And I could tell you the winner absolutely earned the win. The Smoking of Meats, who is, funnily enough, a... Uh, a high school friend of my sister's. Oh wow! So that was kind of cool. that. Yeah, yeah. He's got a. He's got an. He he pops up at Smorgasburg in Jersey City, which is like an outdoor gathering of food vendors, mm. some food trucks, etc. So he shows up there uh, on weekends when that's open in the spring and summer. I tried to go last year in the last weekend that it was being run, but it rained. So a lot of vendors, including himself, did not show up. So unfortunately, I didn't try it. This is the first time actually trying his brisket. And holy shit. Oh, yeah. It was unbelievable. This, these, these images of this guy. It was. That, that brisket was, was perfect. pretty good. And, and what was funny is like you have all these different vendors, right? You have, you have everybody trying different things, right? I think the People's Choice Award at this was won by the, uh, the New York firefighters who served a brisket sandwich on a bagel. Which was unnecessary. Oh, you don't God, need that's so unnecessary. But at the same first time, of all, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, it, was it good? Yes, but was it like friends of, friends of firefighters? Is that is that the yeah, yeah, yeah. the participant engine 157 yeah. from stat from Staten Island? <laughs> yeah, credit where credits due. All right, the brisket was good. All right, the the concept was novel, I guess, and very <laughs> New York. It was New York meets Southern barbecue. Cool. I like a good fusion. Who doesn't? Right. Hmm. Um, and in the spirit of Passover, even better, right? <laughs> Why not? So, so it was, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was solid. Um, it was solid. Um, but then there was other places that had like this Wagyu brisket burger like thing with like these perfectly charred edges. Oh, that thing was delicious. You know, no, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have clicked on this because now I'm, I am getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The images. Was oh it kimchi God. smoke? Is that, that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. Okay. That was that was something else. But Kimchi Smoke is actually a place in Jersey that I've been to before. Also phenomenal. It's like Korean, yeah. uh, Korean inspired barbecue. Also amazing. There was a place that did like a jerk barbecue. There was a place that there was yeah, a Thai Sand, place, Sam's Jerk Hut in Brooklyn. Yeah, right? they did, Yeah, cuisine. this place. Oh yeah, that place was solid. There was a place that did a. I think it was Tongs from from Brooklyn. They did yep, a Tong, bar, Tong they, Brooklyn. They had a yeah. phenomenal brisket in a masaman curry sauce. That was outrageous. It was delicious. Oh, oh. But, uh, but, 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 I still stand by. Personal favorite was the champ, the smoking meats, because he was like, no, fuck all that. I'm giving you 
brisket slice of brisket couple of pickled onions on the side if you want a little cup of barbecue sauce here it is and it's gonna be the best damn slice of brisket you've ever had the the classic always wins right it's like when you focus on the on the core mechanic of what you're delivering right and you hone that in you could put that thing on a plate (laughs) and it doesn't matter that's it you can have that on a plate and you'll win all the other stuff, it seems like you're kind of hiding the 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 main the main event there. You're hiding, right? With the circus tent, you don't have a good act. You got a lot of side acts, right? You got a bagel and you got some kimchi and you got some curry. But if you just have brisket, that's it, right? Now I'm not I'm not trying to take away from no, I'm sure they're good. ingenuity. Sure they're good. Right? It's yeah, good. But- and as a complete package. You could say, yeah, that was awesome. The Wagyu thing was great. That slider. Man, sure. Look one at these images. On a, one was served oh. on a slice of cornbread. One one had a oh, one had a Medoros on the side. You know, the sweet plantains. I love sweet plantains, right? Ooh. So you, these guys are like, it, it was like the ultimate Jason Panderfest, right? That's basically what this was. There was only two places that were duds, and I'm not going to name them because I don't want to shame here. All right. I want to be positive. Can I, can I guess? Can I guess? And, and look, dud, dud is an interesting word. They just they just weren't as good as the others. So you hope that they no. come back next year. Okay, no, I, one one was straight okay. up bad. The other I'm was guess that Zab Putuan is one of the bad ones because that name is horrific. Zab Putuan. Uh, can you send me the link of what you're looking at? Yes, I'm looking at the brisketking.com link. Okay. The 2000 and now again, I'm assuming that this is a this is a northeastern Thai fusion of some brisket, but that I just feel like. Mm, Thai with brisket fusion is a stretch, guys. Like, you know, Thai food's good on its own, but Thai with brisket. Yeah, I'm looking at it this sounds, and I'm just going, it didn't look so good, guys. Sorry. It, so- this- it sounds correct because if this is, I'm just trying to see what they served here at the there's brisket 2000, king. Like it's, there's 2022 brisket king participants is what I'm looking at. So I don't have a list of what yeah, they made. Yeah, I, the, I see the list, but it doesn't yeah, show you, what they you did. You see the yeah, images that- at the bottom. Yeah. If this is what I'm thinking of, then yeah, it's possible that this is that this was it because yeah, man, they they served this thing. It was not it was like when I think brisket, right? I'm thinking of moist, fatty, mm-hmm. fall apart, mm-hmm. delicious, right? Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And then this one that was served by these by these guys was just not any of that. It was just it was and when they tough. served, I was like, this is pretty good. You got like a little bit of sauce here, you're putting on some crazy spices on top, cool. And then it was just kind of yeah. t- tough, thinly sliced. I don't even think it was moist. I think it was the lean stuff. It was just Ugh. it was just a big bowl of no, disappointment. No, no, no. You know, I'm not eating brisket for lean. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm not eating brisket for lean. I want that thing to fall apart and I want a little fat mixed with a little meat. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So that was the only one that was like truly disappointing. Otherwise, I had a great time. We got a VIP table. We were the only uh, suckers that ended up buying a table. There was a bunch of people that came in VIP early, so you got to go uh, there before the line started. Yeah, early and admission. I went yeah, so yeah. I went so hard in the first hour. I like we were there from five to eight forty-five because we wanted to get Ample Hills ice cream before they closed at nine o'clock. You got to think you were sweating, weren't here. you? By the time you and left, like, you were sweating. Let me tell you something. I stopped <laughs> eating. I stopped eating by six. Yeah, of course you did. I went so did, hard. How could you and I was not? Just like, yeah. yeah, I'm done. And and did you get a shirt? People, Sure did. Got a shirt. Yeah. Yep. It's with the VIP <laughs> VIP table. VIP table economically makes no sense. Strategically made a ton of sense because yeah, you get it early. That place by six o'clock became a madhouse. And to actually yeah, have like sure. this kind of private area where you could just chill and look cool. Yeah, of course. Like that was us because we looked cool. I was right. Oh, yeah. Is, is this a brisket on a donut? That seems excessive too. Where's that? I didn't see that there. That was I'm not looking there. at this picture. If you scroll down the page, 
There's a picture that mm-hmm. looks like a donut. That doesn't look like a bagel. It looks like a donut. Okay, so this these, looks like these pictures are from 2021. Uh, okay, so I missed this. Is this old old pictures? Okay, so they haven't put the new pictures up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where's the one from the? Uh, I don't know. So yeah, yeah so someone very in 2021 good. put a brisket on a on a donut, which that sure seems, does. Seems, that sure seems, does look like a, seems intriguing, but seems excessive. Yeah, it's like a um, it's like a Luther burger, which is a burger on a glazed donut. Yeah, and is that because Luther Vandross that they trying to poke fun at Luther Vandross? Did he? I don't to? know the origin origin <laughs> of Luther. Nope, Luther Burger. I'm sure there's got to be. It's got to be from the Pub Mulligan. Vandross. It's got to be I so. <laughs> like I don't know oh. why else you would call the first. Yes, the is. first article According, is eater. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna read it. I'm gonna read the Wikipedia, but go ahead read the reader article, but then I'll read the full well, explanation. No, well, no, go ahead read the Luther Burger because the article According that I to see is, did Paula Dean lie that she invented the donut yes. burgers? So yeah. according to legend, the burger was She's named a racist for, monster. Yes, the burger Allegedly. was named for and was a favorite and possible invention of singer, songwriter, and record producer Luther Vandross. This okay. origin is mentioned in a January 2006 episode of the animated series The Boondocks, called The Itis, <laughs> in which the character Robert Friedman creates a restaurant which he serves the burger. Yeah. Mulligan's, a suburban bar in Decatur, Georgia, serves the Luther Burger in addition to its ham dog. The Daily Telegraph reported that Mulligan's may be the, prognit- the prognitor of the burger when the owner substituted donuts when running out of buns. So yeah, I, I mean it had to be Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross was was notoriously a, a wonderful singer, but also Luther loved to eat. <laughs> so so, you know, is what it is. Luther yeah, Vandross has been gone for a long time. Yeah, well, that's good to know. So yeah, apparently I, Paula Dean apparently said this shit. I'm not going to read the article. I don't want to give Paula Dean any uh, any light on this uh, podcast. We'll just go right past that. She's racist. She's old. She's irrelevant. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that <laughs> happened and then I announced, and then we announced a video game on Thursday. So that was cool. The latest in the recharge series. So that was exciting. People seem to like it. Um, and yeah, it's been, uh, lots happened in the last two or three weeks since we've recorded. So that's, uh, that's, what's been going on with me. Anything happening yeah. with you besides no, working? I've, I've been delivering, I've been delivering film content for the masses. Mm. That's all I've been doing okay. the last two weeks. That's it. That's it. So yeah, right on. Nothing but that, right. and watching some movies. So I've got, I've got, I've got the list of movies to go through, and a TV show, and a movie I, I really want to see that I watch probably today. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's been back into it's the first time I've done any type of real overtime in four years. And let me tell you, four years is a long time. <laughs> I've aged, yeah, and especially doing pan, eighty especially hours a week. Pando years, Pando years, right? Yeah, doing Two, doing eighty hours a week does not feel as as invigorating as it used to. It's like, oh god, <laughs> please, no more work. But I have to get this done, and uh, yeah, so very cool. But yeah, all right. So let's, uh, so let's, let's just jump into some uh, some media therapy here. Yes, shall we? Because I no, got we're not I going over the news. The news is depressing. We're going to talk about that's the right. Yeah, and I actually have some movies and stuff to talk about too. And I Although, got real quick though, I do have one thing. Sorry, things are coming back to me. CNN Plus. Dead. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Nobody nobody wanted it. I remember Simple. seeing it and being like, well, that's cool, right? Like, that seems like a cool idea. CNN, if they get into sort of original news programming. And then I woke up yesterday and it was like, CNN Plus, why it failed? And it's like, it failed. It was up for like a week. 
And then streaming in general has been like, no one wants to stream anymore because now we're allowed to go outside. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? What happened? So, yeah, is streaming yeah. dead? Are we done streaming stuff? Is that no, over? Streaming's not dead. It's just no one wants to pay a premium for CNN shows that oh. are not. You watch CNN for the news, allegedly, the fake news, right? So <laughs> yeah, you watch allegedly. it for that, right? You watch it for Chris Cuomo. And Chris Cuomo's not even on there anymore. He's so gone. you don't watch Where it for anything. So you just don't Where's watch it. I sent you that tweet that he posted. Like he's kind of yeah. hinted. He's still tweeting every now and again. Like oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. I know. And I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Bring it. Bring him back. I'm I'm pro Cuomo. And he's gonna be <laughs> jacked. He's gonna be I'm totally quid, jacked. I'm he's... quid. I'm quid pro Cuomo. You know? <laughs> oh <That's> boy. What... <laughs> get that hashtag oh going. I don't know what that means, but whatever. We'll find out. It's probably gonna get me canceled. Who knows? Yeah. So he tweeted something on April 11th that said, "And so we begin again." And it got a cross on it so it's and it says hashtag rebirth and renewal so he'll come oh back. no is he jesus <laughs> i guess he might he definitely thinks he is that's the of fun course part. he does yeah. yeah yeah so okay let's break this down and why it didn't work and i know nothing about it but i'm still going to tell you why it didn't work <laughs> so here's the deal that's what this podcast i watch is. cnn every so often i don't watch nearly as much as i used to um but cnn was like they were advertising CNN plus like all these extra shows and the way they were promoting it was like, here's the conversations and things that we're having that when we're not reporting the news. So Anderson Cooper, you want more of that guy than the eight to nine slot. Bam. Here's an Anderson Cooper show. You want Sanjay Gupta out of his appearances talking about COVID and why you should still be scared shitless. Bam. Here's a Sanjay Gupta show. Guess what? Chris Wallace, formerly Fox News. Bam. We got him too. You know, you want some Chris Wallace. D Lemon. Bam. More D Lemon for you other than the 10 to 12 slot that he's on every fucking day. This is what you want. Guess what? We got it. It's going to be $6 a month. You win. And less than 10,000 people said, yeah. And that's the problem because no <laughs> one wants that stuff. You give these people content from them five days a week. What more do you want? Five days. You go to I mean, CNN to watch. Six and a half. At least, yeah. So, you, no, but they have like their standard weekly slot sure. spots is what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. They're weekday spots, right? So you're giving them that content. They're watching CNN for the news. CNN's news is already like probably 20% here's the thing that happened and then 80% let's talk about it. Yes. So what more extra conversation do I want about it? Because I'm already getting the perspective from the people on the shows. So I don't want to pay an extra thing. Plus, I'm how, how watching the cost? news to watch the news. So you're going to make me pay extra to have another service that's talking about the shit that I usually engage with these kind of services to not watch the news and escape. This doesn't make any sense. None of the concepts made sense at all. How much all. did it cost? I think it has to be like six bucks a month. Well, look, I mean, I, I would just say in general, right? When, when inflation yeah, six is bucks. look five ninety nine a month. Yeah. And look, judging inflation, I've, t I've told you this privately, but judging inflation, I would say if you are trying to get a job and you go to your boss and tell them, I need more money because of inflation. It's a losing argument, right? Because inflation, the, that, that number that judges inflation is kind of made up, right? Because inflation depends on the goods of what you're buying. So unless you're buying a new house, buying a new car, buying you know ex expensive goods, buying groceries, buying all of these things in one year, which most people don't, right? Most people don't buy a new house, a new car, all that stuff at the same time, right? Unless you're buying all that, then you're... Th then your percentage is going to match that whatever that is 6.9% whatever inflation is currently at but it can't be said or it can't be not said that like there's less money going around <laughs> like just plain and simple the pandemic right governments gave out a lot of money and rich people got richer and now that things are getting back to normal the rich people are are holding on to their cash 
because they profited quite a lot and they're generally pretty risk averse. And the government's starting to pull back its cash because government's going, ooh, we gave out a lot of money the last two years. And now that the pandemic is over, and I put over in quotes, we're not going to spend as much money. So everyone is starting to, to pearl clutch. And that includes us as well. So now people are looking at their expenses. And what's the first thing you cut out? If you're a family of four, right? And you look at your grocery bill, and you're going, whoa, we're paying an extra 60, 70 bucks for groceries. We need to get that money back somehow. Where's the first place you go? Yeah, your excessive amount of streaming Your excessive services. spending. And if you're subscribed to six streaming services, <laughs> CNN Plus, Disney Plus. CNN Plus was not around for like three weeks before but, they decided but, but, to but, cancel but it. But here's my point though, right? Like it just in you're general. You're not going to add on. When yeah, you're, exactly. So you're yeah. not going to add on to it when you're on Spotify. You got Apple. You got Amazon. You got Disney. You got Netflix. You're probably subscribed to some other streaming services for games, just depending on whatever your thing is, right? You're probably subscribed to somebody's OnlyFans when you shouldn't be. You're probably subscribed to all sorts of nonsense. Hey, hey, hey. Because, you know, because we've those, moved those, those to a subscription need model. They need work. All right. Don't, so we've don't subs- talk shit about these. So we, think we've these- moved to a subscription no. model. And the problem with Shame a subscription model is that you need subscribers. <laughs> It's not like giving one thing by being like, hey, imagine if you had to subscribe to like to like a restaurant to eat there, right? When you're just like, I yeah. just want to eat one meal. I don't want to have to come back once a week and realize like, mm, I ate that last week. I don't want to keep eating the same stuff. And so you start cutting out your subscriptions. And so streaming is specifically Netflix. Netflix has been real gluttonous, right? Isn't Netflix up to like nineteen ninety nine? Like Netflix is expensive. Netflix Netflix lost a ton of subscribers. Yeah, because well. it's too expensive, and they're cracking and down they're... on password sharing to try to yeah. get subscribers up. And which I, I think it's going to be counterproductive. It's going to backfire because I will I will say this. You know, we didn't have a problem getting content before streaming. <laughs> streaming just made it easier. So if you start to make it harder, people are just going to find content the way they used to. And by, that's mostly by stealing it. Let's be honest. <laughs> and that's the problem. There's too no, much or, content, and you're telling or, me that I gotta. You're telling me that I gotta subscribe to basically my cable subscription between five different services. I'm gonna pick the one I like the best, and that has all different types of factors, right? If I'm watching Marvel and I'm watching Star Wars and I got kids, Disney Plus. Right? Or that's you subscribe and you cancel. Or you subscribe and you cancel because that's also easier. And until you give me the thing that I want, then I'm going to leave. And that's the problem. Like Netflix is so glut with content that it's so hard to find the good stuff. Their big pops come around only really once every yeah, six it's, months. Maybe. It's with content. So then but once how much they of that do, content then I'll is, pop back. Yeah. But a lot so, of that content isn't, it's not content people want to watch. There's like six shows. But that's what I'm saying. People, exactly. Yeah, there's, there's so like much shows, shit. Right? The difference between them and HBO is like HBO, if it's coming from them, you know it's a banger, right? You know for you're now, getting a certain quality. Yeah, for stuff. now exactly. you do. But yeah. I think their value is actually keeping that quality up. And the moment they do the Netflix, and I think Netflix is probably the canary in the coal barn being like, guys, don't just make content. Make good content. Like, that's what you need to do. Don't just sign everything. And that because their their amount of content that they create is just so insane and over the top. It's like, guys, slow the F down. You can't. Nobody could watch all of that stuff. It's impossible. Even if you had a genre you like, you wouldn't even find everything. There is more content than you will ever be able to consume in your lifetime. Decision paralysis is so real on these things. And I'll get to uh, a movie I watched. I rewatched later 
um, on HBO Max. But it's like, that's the thing. It's like, you're just going to retreat back to the, your comfort zone at the end of the day when you're overwhelmed with content. And it's happening in a, that's kind of a thing for the entire entertainment industry, not this, just there. So when you're giving me something called CNN Plus, you know, to go back to the point at hands here, there's no incentive to buy it. No one's talking about it. Nobody's asking for it. I already have CNN. CNN serves the purpose that I need it to. It's on every cable service. And then, yeah, go ahead. If there was a Fox News Plus, do you think that Fox News' fan base is fervent enough? If fervent is a word, <laughs> I believe it is a word. Um, that they would subscribe because I feel like they would. I think, and I think yeah, that's I the think... difference between CNN and Fox News is that Fox News, CNN isn't so much of a cult. I'm going to make it a is statement. Just parading yeah, itself yeah, yeah, yeah. as news. So Fox News so is my, a cult. <laughs> yeah. So this is my statement, right? And understand what I mean by it is that people like Fox News. And by that, I mean the people that watch Fox News like Fox News. Yes. The people who watch CNN don't like CNN. No. <laughs> you know? I agree. I'm one of those people. That's kind of what I'm, I'm saying. I'm one of those yeah. people, right? I go to a hotel, right? And you're looking for something to watch, and you just turn on CNN. Right, because yeah. you're like, oh, CNN, right? Like, whatever. I'm, I'm going right? to learn what's. Background I'm going to find noise. out what's happening. I'm going to find out what's happening. I could tune out. It's just there in the background. 100%. Yeah, or like you're in a doctor's office, like normally, depending on what state you live in. Yeah. Like it's CNN, right? CNN International, yeah. right? Like you just go to CNN. I go to just random news, CNN, Fox News. You go there because you feel like you're really like this is where the truth is. We're yeah, CNN. Fox I'm news. like, eh, this is where background noise is. Fox News. You turn on to find out what are the gays trying to do now? <laughs> yeah, you, you come to you come to bolster your already beliefs yeah. or someone to tell you here's some news, and I put that in quotes that tells you the thing, the awful things that you believe are true. Where CNN yeah, exactly. is just like, well, here's a bunch of people to kind of tell you what to think, but we're not going to do that either. We're going to toe the line so everyone is kind of annoyed with us. Yeah. So on that level, right, if CNN Plus came out in like 2015, 2016. Killer. It's like, ES- yeah. it's like ESPN oh, it Plus. Been. It's yeah. a killer, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it would have well. blown up because people couldn't get enough of it, right? Yeah. But no, I don't. I didn't need this in my life. I get my my dose of political commentary and I get it from uh, an, uh, outside of cnn and it's from uh, mostly pod save america like those yeah it's podcast those, uh, right series yeah. because because there's fun and levity you know and it's a different yeah. perspective than if i'm Indie watching news, the news i don't right? need i don't need the guys who are supposed to tell me the news to also give me commentary on the news like outside of it like i th- no well, i don't i don't well, need that <laughs> well like i said it's indeed news right you can find your niche if you want to be a commentator you can just start a podcast and just commentate on stuff i mean hell that's kind of what we're doing Right? Like, we don't really know what's going on. We get on this thing. We say a bunch of stuff. Most of it's wrong. People get upset. They listen again. That's the, that's the formula. Right? Yep. But if we wanted exactly. to actually be news, we'd go into that niche where me and you would, would get a team. We'd do a bunch of research. We'd bring a bunch of interesting topics. And then we'd move on. But I'm we here could to do, my, We could also yeah. do the, the Newsmax thing and not do that. Yeah, you could. Just- tell you the quote-unquote news as we see fit <laughs> and there's people doing that on podcasts right so yeah for me yeah, of course podcast has Alex replaced Jones. that need yeah it's replaced that need for having to go to this hybrid cnn thing specifically if you want me to pay extra for it like i want to pay extra for podcasts i'd much rather just listen to your ads about squarespace and um and vpns <laughs> Than I would actually, you know, have to go to CNN. There's plenty of stuff on YouTube I can watch where people are independently making their content. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think CNN is about five years too late, but I'm also not surprised. CNN as an organization is kind of a mess. Yeah. 
look look at the last six months to a year. They've lost their their, their president was having a was having a relationship with an employee. Yeah, Chris, all the stuff that happened with a consensual, Chris Cuomo, a consensual one. Consensual look, one. I, I didn't say it wasn't consensual. It just was inappropriate for given what the what's needed for the president of the company. You say so. I mean, he said so. He quit because right. of it. So yeah, he well, deemed it was optics. inappropriate. Right, Chris Cuomo, all the like, all the stuff that's gone on with CNN as a company has been a little bit of a mess, and now you have this. So, anyway, bring 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 back Cuomo. That's all I'm trying to say. Quid pro Cuomo. Again, he'll don't have know his what own that means. Soon. Don't he'll know what that means. Channel. He'll be fine. But he'll hashtag fine. that. Hashtag I mean, that, su- and tell me what it means. I mean, do you? I, I will. I'm surprised that he wasn't in Ukraine. I, the last thing I watched on CNN was Don Lemon in Ukraine. <laughs> and I was like, well, why do they send Don Lemon to Ukraine? Dude, <laughs> better yet, there's a guy from MSNBC who went out to fight in Ukraine. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that article, and he was like, "Yeah, I kind of, I'm done. Uh, I'm, I'm done." You Malcolm know, just, Nance just talking Malcolm about Nance it. He's like, "I used to be in, in the military." Full gear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nuts, dude. Like, yeah. So I, love I just it. remember Gotta respect that guy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's out there, and then Don Lemon just had a helmet that was too big for his head. And he was looking at a fire. And I was like, why is Don Lemon in Ukraine? It's like they flew these people to Ukraine for like a week. And then they're oh, like, dude, they're still they're still out there. They're still in Ukraine. Don Lemon's still out there. No, no. Okay. Uh, Don Lemon's not necessarily out there, but they still have people. They still got a lot of people out there. Yeah, but Jim like Shudo, Cooper think, was out there for, for like a for couple of days. Weeks right? now. Yeah. Um, I think they cycle in and out, right? Like, I think if you're in at this point, and I don't want to quote, like Ukraine is still a horrible, horrible situation. But yes, at this point, the focus is. of the of the danger is like all in the Danbass region, like on the on the east side of Ukraine. So I think if you're in Kiev, you're probably relatively safe at this point. So I, I, I think know, it's man. pretty. Uh, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near. I think Lviv is where they are, yeah. which is like the west border. It's like they might as well. Like you could probably look across and see Poland at that point. So there, it seemed to be. Yeah, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. But anyway, we're drifting yeah. into we're drifting into an area yeah. we don't want to drift in. So enough of that shit. Can we get into some media <laughs> no, therapy. I here? was just so, interested to talk. talk about streaming. That's why. Like, I yeah, think the streaming I get it. argument because I would say two years ago we were all talking about how streaming is the future because look at us, we're all inside. And now as we start mm-hmm. to venture outside, everyone's like, "Man, streaming was it's fun not, for two years, but it's time that we move on." <laughs> the problem with streaming is that streaming was meant to replace replace cable. And now streaming has become cable Cable. because (laughs) everything, the whole point was to consolidate and be like, you only need this one thing. You don't need to pay all these people. Cool. Now, guess what? It's so fractured that in order to get everything, you need Netflix. You need Hulu. You need Amazon. You need all of them. You You need need a TV that uh, correlates them all together. Paramount Plus. You need Peacock. Now they're like, you want CNN Plus? Like, no. I don't. Well, the cable, really the don't. cable networks, the the t- the television producers that run the cable networks decided to create their own streaming services, and so that's where we are. Because now they're like, "Well, fine, you're going to stream Netflix. We'll make our own Netflix." And now everyone is. Now you look at your bill and you go, "I'm basically paying what I paid for cable." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the same price. If, yeah, yeah. 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 So, exactly. All right. Media therapy time. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, let's start at the top here because I want to get to it to see if you've been watching. Have you been keeping up with Moon Knight? Because last we chatted, you liked it. I have. I would say I drifted off a little bit. It got a little weird last episode. Um, All I remember was him saying something about finding a tomb of a a famous leader. And then it kind of went off the rails. It's a little too in the weeds of weird Egyptian history. Sure. Um, 
but yeah, it's fine. Look, Oscar Isaac is. I mean, he's he's enjoyable to watch in anything he's in. So really that is. alone is fun to watch. He's great. He's. I would argue, he is one of the greatest actors of 2010 to now. If you look at his discography, discography, his film, yeah, his discography, his Blu-rayography. He's, yeah, he's go. making he's making albums here. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he's he's been in a lot of stuff. And he's been in a lot of good stuff, and he's he's a chameleon. So yeah, watching really Oscar is. Isaac is fun, but you know, Moon Knight it's, it's turned into Marvel stuff, so it's fine. I'm watching it, but it's fine. It's okay. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Not really much more to say than that. I like the uh, the kind of twisty stuff they're getting into now. Yeah, so it's I'm weird. To it's it's got a little episodes, weird which... psychological stuff to it. It's fun to watch, but yeah, I, just, I, did. I didn't. Yeah, I just didn't feel. The first episode I really liked because I like origin yeah. stories, right? Like I'll just be honest. Like I, I'm I'm in the origin story camp. Give me a good starting story of how you became a superhero. And we television series we kind of move on from that pretty quickly. Like we just do because it's not like a movie where like, you get a full movie, a full two hour experience of an origin story. Where the origin story was kind of the first two episodes, and now we're just kind of in some weird twisted things, which is interesting. So, all right, cool. Well, here let's let's talk about the things that we've both seen, right? Yes. We've seen Encanto. Yes. Okay. What did cute. you think of Encanto? It's cute. <laughs> Dude, I, That's I my review. This movie. I, I loved movie. it. It's fun. I thought it was great. Now, I will say, <laughs> God, I, I, I am a contrarian. It's just who I am. I'm tired of Lin-Manuel Miranda. His songs all sound the same. They do. He's getting, he's and, getting yeah. to overrated territory to me, to be honest, because he, he what he has is this. He's got this, I'm going to kind of do this rap thing, although it's not really a rap thing, and put in a song. And they all sound the same. It's all Hamilton. Everything he does is just Hamilton. Washington Heights was Hamilton in Washington Heights. In Canto, it's Hamilton in animated form. It's the same crap. I'm tired of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Make some new songs. There, I said it. And I feel wow. better about it. You can definitely tell the influence of him and the fact, because every song ends in a round. Yes. And that's how... That's how it goes. Switch it up. But simultaneously, had a great time. Um, I may, I, you know, this is the kind of movie that really uh, solidified it. You know, I think uh, I think I'm a fan of musicals. I said it. You get you're getting old. That's what it is. Not a, not afraid you know, to say it. It's just a good you know, time. There's some there's some family stuff in there. There's some sure. finding your own path, being yourself. Right you're getting old, man. <laughs> That's what the message is. was good. I weeped. No, no I didn't cry at all. I, I, I'm a man. But I, I'll tell you I what, it. let me tell you something. Speaking of being old, all right, let me tell you my dad's reaction to this movie. He mm. didn't get it. He hated it. <laughs> he talked shit the whole time. And uh, and he thought the gifts were physical gifts and he was confused. Oh, uh, he was like expecting like a, like a present. Yeah, because he wasn't paying attention. He just okay. walked in with his arms crossed. You're like, bah! that's him watching this. Well, movie. look, it's it's good. Again, I, I thought this movie was really great. I, again, I'm I'm being mean to Lin Manuel Miranda, but the songs were fine. I enjoyed them. Right, like they're catchy. They're fine. They just all sound the same. And this movie deserved to win all the awards it just won. Like it's great. It's beautiful looking movie. Like the colors are great. The you know the 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 animated cartoon work is amazing. It's great, and it kind of shows that Disney has found its lane in this type of story, which is which is good, right? Now, there's another movie that's on this list that we talked about before that I believe is better than this movie, and I think what? it's really unfair what Disney is doing to Pixar. <laughs> Well, hang on, hang on one second, because I just want to say, because you just threw some massive shade at LMM, and let me tell you something. Look, if you are offended, come on this podcast, defend yourself. Okay. 
Go ahead. He doesn't. He doesn't care about me. He's making. He's making more. No, come on, defend yourself. I think he deserves <laughs> a chance to defend himself, right? He doesn't have to defend himself to me because I'm wrong, right? I'm just a he contrarian. Should, he should defend just, himself. I just. I'm just saying. You're telling me he shouldn't come on and defend himself? I just hear the songs and go, "Well, that's a Lin Manuel Miranda song." Where okay. it'd be really great for me to be surprised, to be like, oh, wow, he wrote that? Wow, look at that range. But, you know, he's just kind of doing, he's doing the Hamilton thing. You know, Not but like at John's the same time, right? Tabby when it's wants, popular, so just, you know, you know, look, it, we just talked about brisket, right? Like, if you're, if Love you it. make a good brisket, just keep making that brisket. He doesn't have to go and decide he's going to make salmon. Like, you know, he's making brisket. So keep making brisket until everyone's tired of brisket. There you go. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, the brisket of musicals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's good and it's, you know, a little fat. At the moment. You know, it's a little, <laughs> it's a it's, little it's lean, moist. a little fat. You know? It's moist. It's <laughs> juicy. Right? But it, you know, it, it's kind of the same. But when it's good, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's talk about it. Turning Red. It's a better movie than this. Than oh, Enchanto. shit. Drew hated Turning wow. Red. Why did he hate Turning Red? <laughs> also, fun fact, my dad hated Turning Red. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Turning Red was, I thought it was an adorable movie. I, I really, I appreciated this movie way more than I expected. You know what? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just expectations because this movie was coming to streaming and it was just like, meh, no one's going to like this movie. This movie's going to be a mess. And then you watch it and it's extremely endearing. I loved everything, every part about this movie. I thought the kids were great. You sort of said, like, this group of friends, like, you explained this in a way. But I was like, yeah, you're totally right. This movie was just great. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Pixar got shafted. This should have been the movie theater. This was a movie theater Here. film, and they and they got screwed. Okay. here Here's what Drew said. I had to stop your podcast out of shock just to text you. Turning Red has to be the worst Pixar movie I have ever seen. Wow. Yeah. Also, he also went on a whole thing uh, recently. How uh, that's not true. Cars he said is the he, worst Pixar. Cars two. Cars, is the worst Pixar Cars three. Movie. I thought people hated. Uh, I I mean, Cars two was bad, but probably Cars Cars three is probably yeah yeah. So he also he also questioned. He also I don't remember even talking about this, but he said if I went to and a the good wedding dinosaur and they were, is yeah, I yeah think the good, the good dinosaur, dinosaur is officially usually, the worst Pixar movie. Yeah. But Drew said if I went to a wedding and they were serving chicken fingers, I'd have questions. I guess we talked about that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you said about chicken fingers at a wedding, and I was like, that's more of a bar bat mitzvah thing, chicken fingers. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm just saying. I, I, chicken fingers are Although in at the same any time, time though, thing. If I went to a wedding that had chicken fingers, b- big ups to them, because that's just you making what you want. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, this is my wedding. I want chicken fingers. You're like, all right. Yeah, you may be confused, you. but you'll be you'll love them at the t- uh, you know, when you're eating them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so look, I, I, I think, now, do I think this is the best Pixar movie? No. But if I'm going to put up Encanto versus Turning Red, I thought Turning Red was more endearing. I thought Encanto looked better. And I thought Encanto, as far as a larger, probably a larger scale production of a film, is better. But Turning Red, I thought that that story was very unique and creative. And that was done in a way that you don't see in a lot of, in a lot of movies that Pixar is doing. Pixar's hitting on themes and stuff that are a little deeper. Just a, and Kanto yeah. hit on some of those themes yeah. as well, but Pixar goes a little deeper, just a little deeper for you to feel something, a little bit more as an adult. So yeah, I liked, I liked Turning Red. I thought it was good. Yeah, the um, I, I obviously I did as well. I talked about it, but the to your point, Turning Red doesn't did never really felt like a kids movie when I was watching it, whereas Encanto most definitely felt like a kids movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different audience. And that's not a bad audience. thing. It's just like no. this is a thing that a kid will get. 
And then yeah. while watching Turning Red, I'm like, I don't think a kid will get any of this stuff, but that's okay because no. they'll just have fun watching a giant panda running around being silly and her goofy yeah, ass friends. Fun. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was good. I, I enjoyed Turning Red. Um, yeah, and I would say just on basic, you know, whether it's underrated or overrated, I just felt like in like Turning Red just they should have that should have been in the movie theater. And oh, it's yeah. a shame. Agreed. And that's I if I was if I was at Pixar, I'd be having some real deep thoughts about my relationship with Disney in board meetings and being like, guys, what are you doing to me here? Like, what are you doing? Like Encanto's great, right? Looks great, beautiful. I get it. Disney animation's killing it. But I mean, we're we're doing good stuff over here, guys. Like you gotta we can't we are not here to bolster you your see that dying fur? streaming. Did platform. you see that fur? Did you see the fur? You see that did you see that panda? That panda was huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big ass panda. So yeah. Did you see any did you see any other animated movies? I did not see any other animated movies, no. Okay. So then so then I, I just want to briefly talk about Sonic 2. Oh, yeah. I forgot about saw, Sonic Which I saw in theaters. You know, a little, little bit of a pivot yep. here as we transition Aegis, to the live Aegis action Aegis Knuckles. <laughs> yep. Sexy Knuckles. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Delightful. Suckles. Ab Suckles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. That I don't like. Uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, great movie. Uh, well, let me put that in context. Great movie for what it, <laughs> for what is. it is. Yes. 100%. Yeah, it's like. It's candy, but it's great candy. You know. You know what though? Like, you know what you have to give. Like you have to give them. They, whoever saved this franchise deserves all the money in the world because this thing was ded after yeah. that first trailer. Hell yeah! And now the they've Greg made it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've made a yeah. viable <laughs> franchise out of this. Like they just have, and you've got to get credit where credit is due. Like you got Sonic, he's snowboarding. You got Tails. Yeah. Like they they turned something that was a train wreck when they first showed this trailer into an actual franchise that is going to make enough money to continue to be on, and it's got the yeah. dude from Ted Lasso in it. So I mean, come on now, you get you're getting stars. <laughs> yeah. Got just with knuckles. <laughs> it's awesome. It it was just fun. It leaned so hard into the Sonic mythos and just the fact that this is a movie based on a video game. So we're just going to make a movie that basically is a video game. The yeah. the relationship between Sonic and Tails and Knuckles is just so good. It's best just, video game movie? Is it the best video game movie of all time? That's a that's a, that's not a hard line to beat. Has it reached? Well, I still that? think Wreck It Ralph is still the best. But that um, I but mean, but that doesn't as, really count though. Like right, true. Like Wreck It okay. Ralph then, was never a game. Like straight up franchised video game oh, movie. Man, Does Uncharted beat this? <laughs> right? Like, think about the list you're going against. Honestly, Mario? as a movie, as a pure yeah. standalone movie, because I got to put this in the category of, could I recommend, could anybody watch this and have a good time? I don't think anybody could watch this movie and have a good time. I think you have to be somewhat interested in a Sonic movie to enjoy this. You either have to be a kid or you have to have some familiarity or interest in, in a Sonic movie and understand what you're going into. Um, like I wouldn't tell my mom to watch this movie and I definitely yeah. wouldn't recommend my dad watch this movie, <laughs> but I could comfortably tell, you know, recommend uncharted as a movie just to turn your brain off, have a good time. Like, Hey, did you like national treasure? Then guess what? You're going to enjoy uncharted. Like I yeah. could say that sentence to people. I can't say that for this. I never um, saw this final trailer, by the way, that I'm playing. There's a lot of visual effects in this movie. Wow. Oh yeah, that's it's, this thing. Yeah. This thing is this is like tent pole visual effects level. Like holy crap, there's a lot of VFX in this. I was not expecting that. Now I've got but one question it. for you. One yeah, question. go for it. Spoil. This is a spoiler alert. If you really care about seeing this movie, I don't think you do. Yeah. Is there? Skip does ahead Golden, like thirty seconds. Does Golden Sonic appear in this movie? That's all I'm looking for. I need Again, Golden Sonic. Skip ahead 
30 seconds if you don't have yeah. the answer. But the answer is dot, dot, dot. Yes. Yes. It's, a, it's, the, it's yes. the climax. In the I climax, mean, see, it yeah, does and happen. You didn't, even know what, you didn't even know what Golden Sonic was. And look at that. I put you on yeah. to the, one of the greatest parts of the, of the Sonic the Hedgehog game of when you get that Golden Sonic and he turns golden at the end. I'm in. I'm in. That's all you yeah. had to tell me. Yeah, check it out. I'm really uh, and they're they're gonna blow this thing out. They the teaser, the post credit scene. I can't wait. Because well, you're, you're gonna movie. get a Knuckles movie, right? Well, you're gonna get a Knuckles spin off show. Speaking of, oh, you're gonna get a purposes. show. Okay, yeah, of but course, you yeah. are going to get a third third movie, and I this thing is just gonna get more and more out of control. Like Which this, is great, this may, right? This is going to be like the Fast and Furious at some point because <laughs> Which is you're awesome. just going to completely lose the plot. Like Which is awesome. there's going to be a point where the live action characters are just going to go away, and that's really all you want. <laughs> like I don't give a shit about. So it's going to so it's going to turn into Transformers. So it's going to turn into Transformers, right? That's no, what Transformers because it's going to be because it's going to be fun and it's character driven. It's driven by the these the characters of Sonic and Tails and Knuckles. And then the new character they tease at the end, which is well, like it's, it's, it's got to be the girl Sonic, the right? Characters, it's got to be the girl uh, Sonic. Oh, Amy, yeah, Amy Rose, right? like his his girlfriend. No, but I would hope that they bring her in. Or is it no, 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 no. Or is it Shadow? It's got to be Shadow. That's the other one. Those are the two. I'll just say. I'll just say. I'll, I'll just spoil this one because it doesn't really matter. But yeah, yeah, it's Shadow. Yeah, of course it is. It's Shadow because Shadow's awesome. But dude, Shadow didn't show up until Shadow the Hedgehog. So they're literally <laughs> like, they got that's a. If you don't know who Shadow the Hedgehog is, and again, it's the post credit scene, right? <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog is a gun wielding. It's great. <laughs> Sonic like character. He's a black hedgehog with guns. That was the game. <laughs> there's also metal sonic there's also i know that there's a there's a metal sonic as well man, those are the so three that weird there's stuff knuckles there's metal sonic oh, man. there's shadow man. and there's amy rose because there was that weird sonic game the 3d sonic game where you could like play as all these characters and like right. run around well, they didn't well that it wasn't until after sonic adventure 2 that they brought in shadow shadow didn't show up until they had the game shadow the hedgehog it's like i i it's just absolutely bonkers that this I is love where it. things are going. I love it. I, I just love it. can't it's imagine. It's great. They're going to speed with run. Guns. They're going to speed run the 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 Sonic universe. <laughs> it's also it also will uh, the other more interesting thing about this franchise that they're building is that these two movies are like way better than any recent than any of the games in recent memory, with the exception of Sonic Mania. So that means in like the last 10 years, let's say, there have been two, I'm going to say good Sonic movies, and there's been one good Sonic game. Your move, Sega. Step your shit up. <laughs> Sonic deserves, uh, like, they deserve any praise they're getting, because this thing was dead. And now oh, yeah. we're going to get three movies out of this, maybe four. <laughs> oh, you're good. they're going to keep going, and you'll get all these spinoffs. Like, I'm just waiting for them to bring that stupid-ass giant fishing cat guy, right? Like, wasn't that thing a cat? I'm the guy who constantly was like, Froggy? Where's my Froggy? <laughs> Sonic that, dude. Wow, that's deep. It's deep. Well, they, oh, there's yeah. all sorts of weird... If you go to Sonic the Hedgehog characters on Google, you get all sorts of weird characters. Silver the Hedgehog? I didn't know there was a yeah. Silver the Hedgehog. Blaze the Cat? Big the Cat. Big the Cat. Big the Cat is the fishing dude. <laughs> Big the Cat. Jet the Hawk. So, also, I'm I, I, love, I love how like, they're all just the... 
It's just here's a name and then what you actually are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm also convinced that 60% of this movie's success is due to the furry community. Because Sonic <laughs> has an enormous furry community behind it. So wow. God bless you. This is, I mean, yeah. this is their moment. This is their moment. They finally have achieved mainstream exposure. So good on you. Look, you get Idris Elba. Yeah. You get Idris Elba to be in your movie. You're, you're doing good. <laughs> like you're doing all right. That guy doesn't just jump into anything. I mean, he jumps into a lot, but not anything. So for him to be like, yeah, yeah, I'll make a Sonic movie. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, dude. Sonic the Shadow the Hedgehog. They're gonna literally have like this, <laughs> this like sniper who's gonna be yeah. doing like things for the military. <laughs> like this is bananas. This is absolutely bananas. Oh, I love it. I love. I can't it. wait. Good. And then, I, and Good then they're going to bring in Amy, and then they're going to bring in like Rouge the Bat, <laughs> <laughs> and things are going to get really weird. I'm telling There's you, once they bring in the once once they bring in Rouge and Amy, then like the, all the bets are off on the furry community. Like that, that's it. They're in. Do you it's think? Over. Do you the think whole, the whole that they'll world ever, is going to change? Do you think that they'll ever bring in like Mario into this universe? Do you think that they've got the pool? To like start bringing people into the universe of these movies to make like the Avengers style video game movie. I think it depends on the success. Well, my initial answer would be no. I would put that at a likelihood of like 5%, maybe two at this point. But once the Illumination Mario movie comes out, starring Chris Pratt, of course, as Mario and Seth Rogen. You don't think he'll cross over and Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Like once that comes out, that's a real thing, by the way. Once that happens, if it's successful and they keep doing more of them and then these if both of those franchises become like equally successful and continue to run. Yeah, I would I would expect that percentage to raise and anything's on the table at that point because they have a really good relationship. Sonic, like, why wouldn't there be a if you look at, there have been a lot of collaborations between Sonic and Mario in the past. Like Sonic and Mario yeah, with the Olympic point. Games has been a that's recurring franchise. Yeah. They're both so the other thing to note, so it's not impossible. Uh, yeah. The other thing to note about this is that this is Jim Carrey's last movie. Think about Allegedly. That. Allegedly. Look at the dude Miyazaki. <laughs> the guy retires after every movie and then he makes another movie. Yeah. So I'm sure. not putting, I'm not putting too much faith in that. And if it is his I mean, last movie, so what? That's fine. It, it's a, I mean, it's decent. amazing. He's got two Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. I mean, it wraps up his career quite nicely. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And it was pretty good. It was Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. What of more course. could you want? I mean, but that's why you hire Jim Carrey to be Jim Carrey in your movie. You don't hire him to do other it's a stuff. beautiful thing. Exactly. Not anymore. You hire him to be himself. And that's, what, that's yep. what you got. It's perfect. All right. Let's keep going down your list because I still have two more of mine. I watched two other movies, and there's... Well, I watched two other movies. There's a movie I really want to see, so let's go to that. Have you seen Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? No, but I hear it's incredible. Like This I, is on I my list to, to watch. I will watch it today. We will talk about this movie next week. This movie apparently is is, is awesome. Um, so yeah, that, that's on my to-watch list. I will watch that. If you are keen to listen to a review of that movie with us, now's the time to watch it. Um, I don't know where you can watch it. I'm sure it's somewhere on some streaming platform. <laughs> But yeah, it's it, apparently this movie had like no budget as far as like, you know, big, big budgets. And it's awesome. So yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. Give it a go. The other two movies I watched, I watched The King's Man. People don't like it. What do you think? They don't like it. And you know what? I don't blame them. Um, you don't like that it. First, it's like, they the, don't like the, it. I don't like it. <laughs> the, the first Kingsman movie was so great. 
was so great. And they've just kind of been sliding ever since. This movie's just odd. Um, because it goes back into sort of how the Kingsmen group was founded. It's sort of a it's a prequel. And Digimon Hansu is is great to watch. He's fun. He's running around. He's 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 wielding a sword. It's fun. Um, yeah, I just think this this stuff is just kind of this kind of just sort of this franchise is kind of done, which is a real yeah. shame because the first Kingsman was so much fun. And yeah, I think it again, it's one of these things where it's just expectations. Like Sam Jackson in this movie, the whole the whole scene in the church, like it's just such an awesome movie and it's so well done. And then the second one kind of tried to do the same thing and it just wasn't as good. And you got Channing Tatum in here and there's an American Kingsman. And then you got this thing and it just like, eh, I don't recommend it. I hope they, I hope they can find a way to reboot this franchise. Cause I think this franchise was going somewhere. It was a fun sort of spinoff of bond um, and not spinoff literally, but just like, Hey, let's take the secret service idea and make a cool little thing around it. I know it's based on a comic book. Chill out. But I feel like it's kind of lost its way a little bit. So yeah, I watched it. It was fine. I would have no intention of ever watching this again. It just made me want to watch the first one again. So fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. What yeah. else you got? The second movie I watched was called Red Rocket. This movie is weird. This, too. this movie is very weird. <laughs> it's odd. Um, I get why people would love this movie. This is this is one of those A twenty four indie films. Is what it is. So basically, the the story is this this adult film star comes back to his hometown in Texas and sort of tries to sort of rebuild a life. But, you know, it's kind of what you expect from an indie film, right? There's some quirky moments in there. There's an inappropriate relationship. Um, there's a lot of dysfunction. There's a lot of nonsense. Um, it was fine. It's fine to watch because the main dude was a really good actor. But it's it's just kind of there's nothing happening. It's an indie film. It's like you watch it and you just go, oh, that was someone's like experiment in making a movie, and it was enjoyable to watch. But I have no idea what I just watched. Um, so yeah, that's how I generally feel about it. It's fine if you like indie films and you like weird indie stuff because you think you're smart. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Speak. All right. So speaking of indie films, because I guess you're out. Anything else? I'm out. Um, I did start right, watching Tokyo Vice. Which is a television show with Baby Driver in it. I don't know that dude's name. He's just he'll be, he's ever forever going to be Baby Driver, don't and it's got Ken Watanabe in it. He's and it's about it's about an American who becomes a journalist in Japan. So he speaks Japanese. He takes this test. Obviously, it's got a lot of stuff in, from Japan in there, and like real Japan, which is what I like, um, because it kind of shows stuff where like we've been to Japan enough and be like, oh yeah, that that seems to make perfect sense of the way Japanese people kind of treat everybody else. But there's also some endearing moments to it. It's good. I think you'd actually enjoy it. You might find it a little like, ugh. But I, I, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm three episodes in. I think there's another. It's still ongoing. They're still releasing episodes. I think there's another maybe two or three. Um. So, yeah, I'll keep you updated on how that's going. But so far, I'm enjoying it. Okay. And now cool. I'm out. So I've watched. Uh, so last night, I saw The Overwhelming Weight of Massive ta- Talent. <laughs> wow. Which is the title. Uh, are you familiar with that one or no? No. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So this is the movie where Nicolas Cage plays himself. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So it's got Nicolas Cage, Pedro Pascal, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, J- Tiffany Haddish, like a whole bunch of other people. Like it's this movie is a delight. This is a delightful, delightful movie. It is bananas. 
the whole premise is Nicolas Cage gets invited to a like this rich guy in Mallorca's birthday party to because he's like the biggest Nicolas Cage fan. And yeah, and then they think and then he's also apparently the suspect in a kidnapping. Like international kidnapping, like so Nicholas Cage meta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, it I don't want to say too much about the movie, but I could say this movie is hilarious. It's endearing. Nicholas Cage is great. It's so self-aware and it's it, it's just a good time. So the unbearable weight of massive talent. I don't really want to say much more about it than that, but I can say it was highly enjoyable. It's got a little bit of everything in there for you. Hmm. So Got a good good character drama, a lot of laughs, and uh, a little bit of action at the at the end there. It's fun. It's a good time. So I did that. And then this one's for Drew, because I keep telling him he's got to watch it when I found out he hasn't seen it. I rewatched Lean on Me today. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Because I kept telling him to say it, and I kept hearing that song in diners. And I was like, you know what? I got to rewatch this movie because I I loved that movie. And you know what? I still love that movie. This movie yeah. is is incredible. It still holds up. And there's a lot of poignant shit in that movie that still holds up today. Absolutely, absolutely. God yeah, damn, that's... this line that Morgan Freeman said. It's like we are we are making. It's like no one wants to talk about it. It's like we are making the uh, what did he say? We are basically making the uh, like like the black people the wealth gap. Like he's talking about that. It's like this is yeah nothing th- has that's changed the oppression though. like it is <laughs> it is crazy yeah. when he said that line I was like whoa yeah you yes. know like yeah we've been, this we've been dealing with the it. same we've been dealing with the same issues as like society for like centuries yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, nothing but changed. I'm like I'm watching I'm watching this movie I'm I'm looking online be like is this is this gonna be like another remembers remember the Titans thing because I know I looked it up before and according to Joe Clark the guy this is based on he said the movie's ninety five percent accurate so I'm like all right mm. I'll trust I'll trust Joe. And he's like, so yeah, maybe look right. Cool. How could it not hold but it? I, but I also watching this movie. I'm like, man, every line that Morgan Freeman says is a banger. Like this is <laughs> this is just Morgan Freeman delivering is just him delivering S- monologues, just spitting truth. <laughs> yeah. And going hard and just yelling at people for like an hour and 30 minutes. And then every so often, cause he's just being a dick to so many people. And then every so often somebody steps up and then they, they hit him with another like line of uh of soliloquies and they're just like crushing it bringing him down to their level and he's just like damn you know what i just learned a very valuable lesson and then everybody's cool and you keep on moving i was like god damn this movie structure is perfect it's so good that the arcs in it are great from the students and then the the fact that like i said like he's he's talking all this shit like abusing the shit out of this one woman and then she comes back and she's like no you know what fuck you let me tell you my let me tell you my piece and you're gonna listen to it and it's like oh yeah he's growing too it's like god damn this movie's great <laughs> everybody needs to go and watch lean on me all right oh. it came out in 1989 and that thing hasn't aged a day it's on hbo Mo- max Check movies it out. used to be so much simpler didn't they where it's it was so just good. like here's some facts and let's just give you the facts and then it's like here's some more facts and then you know let, let's put some old let's put some you know some specific 80 sounding movie music on this thing so yeah like it's just it's yeah i'm, I'm sure it's great it's so good. that whole even if you just want to watch one i mean there's so much good stuff in this movie like if you search best scenes in lean on me on youtube there are so many of these things that have like almost basically a million views or more Mm-hmm. It's like you can't you can't even pick the best one. But I would say that scene where he brings Sam up to the roof. Oh, man. He's like, jump. You smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Oh, and it's like, God. well, go ahead and jump. 
smoking crack, same as killing yourself, just doing it slowly, so get it over with. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Morgan Freeman, get after it. Yeah. Lean on me. Great movie. <laughs> I know you did not see that coming, but aren't you happy? No, aren't I didn't see happy, it coming, probably? but man, that was that's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely go see Lean on Me. That scene and the, and the courtroom scene, the one that I was talking about, about the, where he talks about the... Uh, you know the the wealth gap, that kind of stuff. That's the um, that's the court scene with uh, him and Robert Gilliam, with one of the best, one of the most, one of the best comedic punchlines I think in uh, in a movie. At the end of that one, so you got to you got to check that out. It's like a four minute scene, but god damn, it's good. It's just those two going at it. For it's like two acting titans between Morgan Freeman and Robert Gilliam. God damn, that guy's always yeah. great too. Underrated. You, do you think that guy's underrated, Robert Gillian? I think he's very underrated. I agree with that. Yeah. Like, it's not often that you say people, but yeah, like, there's, he's one of, yes, to answer your question. That guy always shows up. That guy shows yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, there there are some guys that always just show up, right? Like, if they're in a movie, you know that they're going to do their part. Even if the movie sucks, they're going to do their part to try and make it good. So, yeah, there's got to be something said for just showing up. Yeah. That dude was a beast. Anyway, rest in peace. All right. So that's it as far as the uh, TV movies. Real quick. Just going to go through some of these games I played. I finished Tunic, which I don't know if I talked about it here, but if I did, you might have, I'm but sorry. I don't remember. But whatever. It was like the Zelda. Yeah, it's the game where he plays a cute fox. Well, yeah, you did talk that. about that. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. So here's what I've been playing. When I was in Portland, <laughs> I had my laptop with me, and I was playing. Um, I was actually playing a lot of Forza Horizon 5, the racing game. Oh, uh, yeah. How's that going? That game's phenomenal. Yeah, that game is really, really great. good. And but Horizon specifically is the open world. It's not really a simulation. I guess if you want to make it feel like a simulation, you can, but I don't. So you're just like <laughs> kind of driving around, having fun. I'm doing like rally races, and yeah, that game's great. I suck at racing games, by the way, because there was one race like I got this super fast car, and then I tried it with that super fast car, and I sucked because yeah, I don't know how to control fast. the super fast car. So then I was like, okay, well, let me play with the slower car. And then I beat the race and I didn't feel so stupid. So I feel like that's a metaphor for life, isn't it? Maybe at this point, I suppose. So stay in your lane. <laughs> you don't, <laughs> you don't always have to drive the, you don't always have to drive the fastest car. That's true. As in, you know, yeah. you don't always have to go the, the path of others. Sometimes, you know, going at your own pace, you still win. Yep. Life. So I uh, so I played a lot of that. That game, honestly, if you're looking for just a really great chill out, listen to podcast game, I I don't think there's many better, at least technically speaking, than Forza Horizon Five. That game is so good. So check it out. Um, and then the other game I've been playing a lot of is that I want to talk about is Ghostwire Tokyo on PS5. I think when we last recorded, I said, I'm going to play this game. I got the itch. I'm going to, and I'm going to give some feedback on it. We record next. Well, guess what? I got you feedback. I've been playing this game for like 15 hours. The reviews were kind of middling, but for some reason, something attracted me to this game and God damn it. I love this game. This game is a delight. This game is a, this is, this may be one of the most underrated games of the year. And I think one of the biggest issues is that it's, it's a difficult game to explain what it is, especially based on the themes. Like if you look at gameplay, you look at um, you look at trailers, they try to make it seem like this is some horror experiences from the same team. Originally, it was conceived by the guy who did the evil within, which was a horror mm-hmm. game. And that's the same studio. And then there's some interesting turmoil with directors and whatever. The point is the 
you look at it and you're like, this is a horror game. And then you're like, oh no, this is a first person shooter. And then it's like, well, what the hell is this game? This game is basically a, a collectathon. It's a platformer <laughs> collectathon open world with a, it's like crackdown in first person and you're just checking boxes off of a map. And then there's some very easy first person shooting along the way. It's not challenging and it is, uh, and, and it's all open world set in Tokyo and there's, and it's got this kind of creepy atmosphere cause you got these kind of creepy enemies, but it's not scary. The story is fine. It's interesting. Um, but it's just all about the exploration and collecting stuff and see and dealing with these problems of ghosts. It's like a big empty Tokyo with all these kind of demon and spirit things going around and I'm into it. Game's a lot of fun. If that's the thing you're looking for, if you're looking for a first person shooter, if you're looking for an action game, if you're looking for a horror game, it's none of those things. You're going to be disappointed. But if you're just looking for something to, you know, similar to Forza, it's like a chill out game. You can even listen to a podcast in the background when the story stuff's not going on while you're just going around collecting spirits. This is like an absurd amount. Of, you, you got these things to collect. It's like, cool. You've, you've collected a thousand. Guess what? There's like two million five hundred thousand of these things in the map. Like, what, the fuck? what? What are you talking about? And that's the kind of game this is. <laughs> so if that's what you're looking for, you can have fun. And you know what? I'm having a blast. It's uh, it's not perfect. It, I've I've rarely felt less confidence in a jump button, but there's also no real punishment to anything that happens in the game either. The checkpoint system is pretty forgiving. The the shooting's pretty easy. Um, and yeah, overall, I like the vibes. It's unique. And I think that's why the game is probably going to struggle a bit. And I don't know how it's doing sales wise, but I think next year or however long the exclusive, because right now this is a PS5 and PC exclusive. Hmm. And this is a Bethesda game. So Microsoft actually owns it. Interesting. Funny. Yeah. So by the time this game is uh, the exclusivity agreement is done and it shows up on Game Pass, I think a lot of people, I think it's really going to get a second wind. And that's when people are going to appreciate it when they don't have to spend 60 or $70 to get it. So Ghostwire Tokyo, if any of that stuff I said sounds good, I recommend it. And if it doesn't sound good, then I don't. It's pretty easy. Simple. Just like that. <laughs> what is that? How's that sound? If this sounds like easy a game enough. you'll like, you'll like it. If it doesn't sound like yeah. a game you'll like, you won't. You what won't. a novel concept. There you go. Yeah. Yep. There you go. My dad won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> what does what movies does your dad like? Like name what? What would you consider after one of his I favorite shit movies? you not? After he seems like a, can, can I guess? Can I guess? You will never guess it, but go for it. I would assume he's a Woody Allen fan. He does like Woody Allen, but that's. Yeah. But I will say this: that after we watch I mean, Cancer, uh, he's like, you know, you know what his favorite musical is. Favorite musical? Yeah, because he has a favorite oh, musical. Let me yeah. guess, huh? Mm-hmm. Is it Rent? <laughs> I don't know why you said that, but I find that funny. Uh, no, it's The Little Mermaid. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's his favorite. That's what he really likes. And that's what he said after it was like, I really like The Little Mermaid. And you're like, okay, cool. Just fine. It's all right. But yeah, he is yeah, a Woody okay. Allen fan. You know, why not? I mean, what, 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 old, what old Jewish guy isn't <laughs> Woody Allen fan? <laughs> like, just say it. You know, that's a good point. Hey, back in the day, <laughs> hey, man, look, a lot, lot of people, Allen. everyone loved Woody Allen. So don't get me wrong. But, yeah. you know, I feel like old, like he's got a niche, right? Like old Jewish guys, like who, like what church going 
you know, woman in her fifties doesn't like Tyler Perry. I, I've never met one. I I've met no, a lot of them. Do, or, or, no, or, or, or what yeah. do you mean that don't like? Yeah, I've never met one that doesn't like Tyler Perry. Yeah. So yeah, like well, I mean, I mean in general, now. I've never. I don't think I've met one person who goes to church but like any of that person people in those demographics i'm just kidding yeah but look (laughs) madea is a big deal right but i know know. i know those movies make money (laughs) so yeah i i understand the demographic no and it's like name me one (laughs) under under 35 cis brown male that doesn't like fast and furious (laughs) well (laughs) <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody loves, everybody loves Fast and Furious, but that's you've my either, point, though, right? I'm, I'm, either, I, feel like I'm either, I feel like I'm cherry picking here. I'm, you either I'm cherry love picking fast really and, easy you either stuff. Love, you either love Fast and Furious or you've never seen Fast Five. Yeah, pretty much. Like you <laughs> just, I, I mean, I'm, but again, I'm, you know, that's a pretty broad brush I just painted there. But yeah, like, you know, Woody Allen, Woody Allen and old Jewish guys go together like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, it's true. Or like peanut butter and a lady. Uh, that's one of my favorite lines from Talladega Nights. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I love that movie, and I shouldn't, but it's now he did. Now I will say that my dad did love, and I reckon, and I because he also has a soft spot for dumb comedies. But there could be a line between dumb comedies, but gotta respect it. He did love, just as I do love, um, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Uh, okay. I, I I feel like this is maybe a bit that. of a stretch, but is your dad is he a Wes Anderson fan? I don't know, actually. That's a good question. I have no idea. I feel like he would like like the Royal Tenenbaums. Like mm. that would be a movie that's up his alley. I'm guessing know. here. I don't know your dad at all, but I feel like that movie specifically, he'd be like, you know, it's a good movie. A little comedy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. He's a big basketball fan, so he's been watching the uh, that Lakers show, Winning Time. Ah, uh, yeah, he loves yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, and apparently Magic Johnson's going to make his own <laughs> show now because he's oh god, he's he's middling on whether or not he actually likes what's being told. I think I think I read that somewhere. So so the yeah. Lakers show is basically like the um, what was the latest one that did this with um, Firefest? So there's going to be two fire. Uh, yeah, you just make your own. Shows. Yeah, yeah. You're just like that's or, not the uh, truth. Here's yeah. the truth, and you're like, it's the same thing. <laughs> just you told it, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, I gotta run. I gotta go play some hockey. Look at that. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you again. Hopefully, yeah. uh, we keep we kept it relatively relatively tight. Go watch Lean on Me. I think if you took any way any if you take it anything away from this podcast, it's that CNN Plus is dead, and you got to go see Lean on Me. All right. I agree. It's Drew, talking to you, Drew. Go see Lean on Me. We're fucking around. All right. What am I saying here? <laughs> right. Uh, he's abroad.com. You go there, click the link, subscribe to the podcast, you know, say nice things. Um, review us, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you can leave a rating, do it. Oh, John. Also the Batman is now on HBO max. So you don't have any excuses. You got to watch the Batman. I want yeah, you to yeah, That's on, on that. my list to watch as well. The Batman and okay. everything everywhere all at once. But the thing is, I know enough about the Batman, right? Oh, that's I'm true. aware of it. All right. Mm-hmm. Again, like I'll, I'll say this, I'll put this at the end of the podcast. Like a lot of these movies we talk about, a lot of them I'm aware of them in their beginning form. So some of them I already know what kind of happens, which is fine. But it just means I don't rush to go see them. But like everything, everywhere, all at once, I have no idea what this is. So I'm super excited about it. And it's like wow, something that I wasn't aware of, and it's small budget. Man, let's go watch a small budget, really creative thing. 
those are the movies that I like. With the big tent poles, I often probably have some part in making them come to life. So I think you gotta you, you gotta support your boy though. You gotta support your boy, Matty Reeves. You know, yeah, and he's a. Uh, I have pr- pleasure of working on one of his projects. Probably the the best what project I've worked on to date. So yeah, I gotta go watch the Batman. Damn, go watch Bat- Bro- Moody Robert Pattinson. Be Some Moody be as offended. Batman. Some people might be offended by that comment, but that's what? okay. What I'm not mean? saying. What did you say? You're saying you just said that guy's the best guy you worked with. I'm just saying you've worked with a lot of guys. No, how I said would, that's would... one of the that's one of the best movies that I've worked on. That's like out. Now the movie oh, I'm working okay. on now got might it, change that, movie like, quality. Like, well, I'm glad you clarified yeah. that because I don't need yeah. you know Johnny Favs might be coming up knocking on the door being like, uh, bro, you know what though? That's a that's a good point. I forgot about him because that was a lot of fun to work. You on. forgot Ooh, about man. Johnny Favs? I, look, man, it's I've worked on a lot of stuff. <laughs> it starts to all blend together. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 that might that might actually that was a fun one. It's a lot you harder. Humble brags. It's a lot of work. You brought his name up. I forgot about the guy. Well, you were young. You know, you were young. You didn't. You you were just figuring it out. Yeah, you know, I'm old. you're not the you're Ugh. not the seasoned you're not the seasoned vet that you are now. Oh God, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about it made my back hurt. All right, sorry. Enjoy your time. hockey. See you. This podcast is over.